Hey, 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 welcome to the Wax About It podcast, where we uncover all of the behind the scenes action of waxing and much more. I am your host, Asha Marie, an entrepreneur in the ever-growing field of waxing, skincare, and hair removal. Welcome back, y'all. Thanks for tuning back in. I hope you all are having a wonderful holiday season thus far. Me, myself, personally, I'm very excited because this is going to be my son's very first Christmas. So, as you know, you know, I have a little boy. It's so weird, y'all. Let me just say, this is so weird saying that I have a son. Like, my son, I'm having a, my, my son, you know, me and my son. Son, having a good Christmas <laughs> this year. <laughs> anyway, so it's his first Christmas. I'm excited because I really want to get him like a little Christmas onesie and dress him up and take little photos. And, you know, I'm really late on sending out my holiday postcards. This will be the third year in a row that I am going to send out postcards. But, you know, this is a special year because it's not me and my cat anymore. I'm no longer the cat lady friend. I actually have a baby that I can take photos with instead. Now, if I really planned it out right, I would have had it so that it was me and my cat and my baby. But it didn't work out that way. It's fine. Y'all know I have a cat. He's there, whatever. And just enjoy, you know, me actually having a photo, a family photo this time. So, I'm excited for that, but I'm actually going to do something a little bit different today. So I know y'all are used to or typically accustomed to me doing these episodes by myself, but one of my goals for at least 2022 is to have more guests on the show. I like y'all. I love y'all, but it's more fun when I'm talking to somebody in person in real time and we can actually have a banter back and forth. So these next few minutes are going to be me interviewing one of my good friends and my personal stylist. Her name is Joelle Jackson, and she is in the business of helping you feel confident about your look and making you feel good about yourself, which, you know, I'm also in the business of helping you feel good about yourself. So we have a lot of things in common when it comes to what we do for a living. We're both all about empowerment and self-care. So I think it's time that we have a conversation about that, which is exactly what we do. So stay tuned for the next few minutes. Enjoy. And I will catch you guys on the other side. Enjoy your holiday. So I have a special surprise today. I have another guest with me. So her name is Joelle Jackson, and she is another local entrepreneur here, and she does so many different things. She's awesome, and I'm excited because we always get together and chat, and we just end up talking for hours at a time. So it just made sense to have her on the show. I do... um, Wardrobe styling, personal styling, and I do music. I've pretty much been kind of into both forever, for like my whole life. I went to the Fashion Institute of Design and Merchandising in Los Angeles, California for wardrobe styling. And I feel like music's just been kind of something I've always loved to do. I do have my own wardrobe styling business, the Jello Wardrobe Styling. And yeah, it's been just kind of expanding over the years. Which is amazing. I mean, you're talented, so I'm not even surprised. (laughs) Oh, thank you. (laughs) So really quick, I want to ask you just a few questions just to kind of set the room. Mm -hmm. One, do you get waxed? 
Absolutely. I've not missed a month in at least five years. Waxing for five years consistently. Yeah. One of the things that I like the most about waxing is the consistency. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not just a one-time, oh, I got waxed, now I'm, now I'm done. Yeah. It's all, You have to keep up with it to continue to get the results that you want. Not only that, but it helps build relationships, too, yeah. which is very important, I'm assuming, for you as well, mm-hmm. you know, with, with everything that you do. What is some advice that you would give others who are afraid to start waxing or have never been waxed before? I would say... Do your research because there are different methods, obviously. You know that for sure. But the first time I got waxed, it was a strip, I believe. But that, I guess, causes the most pain for people. So I would just definitely do your research, maybe even figure out ingredients, see how sensitive your skin is. And it's not for everyone, but I really try to get the girls to know, stop using razors down there. It's not fun in the long run like but I have very sensitive skin so as soon as I got my first wax I knew like Mm -hmm. I was not turning back to a razor for anything and you brought up a really good point you just have to find what works for you Mm -hmm. again there are people out there who have no problem shaving so right it just depends on what you like and what works for you if you want to get laser hair removal that's great too Mm -hmm. whatever floats your boat yeah being that you're in the like you're a stylist mm-hmm. and that you help women or people feel more confident. Yeah. Why do you feel it's important for us to feel beautiful or feel that way? I mean, I think that it just adds to your growth and like evolution as a person. I mean, I feel like for a large part of my life, I've not felt beautiful or like there are just things that I'll focus on physically or even internally that make me feel like, oh, I need to change this. And I'm just so not happy with that. And it's easier said than done to like really accept yourself and feel beautiful. But one thing that's always helped is like the way that I dress. I feel like Mm. that was one thing that kind of made me feel validated. I kind of just realized that um, actually this weekend is why I kind of fell into fashion styling is because that's where I felt validated and that shouldn't be the extent of it, but I think that it's a good start because we're all visual beings. I mean, for the most part, you know, I think that it's just very important for you to like what you see in the mirror, even if it's just for an hour, even if you're Mm -hmm. just doing a shoot or you're just going to an event, like as long as you feel good in what you have on, Mm -hmm. I think that that really does add to your growth as a person. That is lovely. I think that is so, 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 so true. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I look at old pictures of myself and just see just my evolution, okay, I tried this phase out. I tried this phase. You was popping. I've done my digging on you <laughs> back when you were the lipstick lady. Aww. <laughs> the lipstick lady. <laughs> yeah, that was a thing. That was a thing. Yes. But that's the thing, though. Like, then I had this phase where I was out of that, and then I kind of I felt like I lost my footing as far as, like, my image goes. Mm-hmm. And, like, I didn't like fashion as much anymore. Mm-hmm. I didn't like makeup anymore. I cut all my hair off. And Loved you remember that, that, too. phase. I still have that picture <laughs> of your haircut with the heart in the back. Oh, thank you. But underneath all of that, though, I was still kind of struggling to figure out what my look was and Mm -hmm. what I wanted to come into. Even like some days when I wake up and I just feel like, oh, I'm not in the mood today. That even makes a difference. Like this morning, I thought I was going to be one of those days. But I was like, you know what? Let me gel my edges down. Let me (laughs) let me put some lashes on. (laughs) Yeah. And that just makes a whole difference Mm -hmm. because 
you know, with skincare and waxing and stuff like that, that's part of that too. But what would you say for people who just sometimes just can't get themselves out of bed or can't even get the energy up to book an appointment or or uplift themselves or dress up? Yeah, I would definitely say don't ignore those feelings because I know personally— People have always kind of tried to tell you, you know, don't feel this way. Don't feel Mm -hmm. bad. But we all have bad days and you can't really Mm -hmm. a lot of the times turn that around. I mean, some people really can. And I admire people that can just kind of turn it around. I feel like I'm growing into that kind of person. Yeah. But I think that maybe just go with those feelings. Feel the feelings that you feel. And if you don't want to get out of the bed. I mean, that's cool. But maybe while you're laying in bed, do something small that helps you feel better about yourself. Read something inspirational or watch something funny. Write. Writing helps a lot of people. Mm -hmm. And I like to think of every day is kind of like a mood ring. (laughs) And that's kind of how I Hmm. have always felt like, okay, well, this is my mood today. So this is how I'm going to dress or like this is how I'm going to do my hair, you know, just Mm -hmm. trying to find small inspirations in different areas, I would say. That's a really good answer. I'm trying to figure out what to start with first. I had like so many different little pieces of what you said that I wanted to touch back on. (laughs) I know I talk kind of fast. Let me see. No, it's okay. You said, okay, every day is a mood ring. I really like that. I wish we had like an aura that like we could see around Mm -hmm. us and that was our mood ring. How do I feel today? Yeah, like Mm -hmm. some some type of visual thing to let us know or to reflect back to us because it's hard to read your own self sometimes, especially when you're not feeling your best. And then you also said something that stood out to me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You said... We're all visual beings. Yeah. I never thought about it that way. I always just assumed that, like, creative people were visual. Right. And, like, other people just don't yeah. look at stuff. Yeah. But not in the I same way. Right. Yeah. Because I would say, like, like men are visual, you know. Yeah. We know true. that for sure. Very true. Um, <laughs> babies, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they see something or they feel something. Things Sometimes when you see something, it makes you feel a certain kind of way. Yeah. I mean, for me personally, I, I feel like when I see it, it just kind of gives me a certain kind of feeling. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think that most people are visual beings. You know what's definitely made me notice that even more? 2020 quarantine days. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of the stuff that I have, I don't even want it anymore. Like I just want to just toss almost everything in there. And then when I move, just buy all new furniture because it's crazy you've been there before Mm -hmm. like my decor is like black white and gray Mm -hmm. that's not me and you know that i'm i'm a mauve pink but you've got elements of that it's not enough okay it's not enough anymore (laughs) i just want to walk into my home and be like this is my yeah this is me like all over the walls all over the floor solitude yeah Ooh. Mm -hmm. yes 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 mm -hmm. and that's what I was able to capture with my business, but I'm like, well, yeah, for sure. Why am I not doing that at home? Mm-hmm. And I think that's what a lot of people go through too. They don't like, you know, the space that they're in. They get kind of bogged down by like all the chores that they have to mm-hmm. do. I keep seeing, I don't know if anybody else is seeing this, but I keep seeing this ad on my phone and it keeps saying, when my house is cluttered, I feel anxious. And I'm just like, stop telling me this. I know this already. Leave me alone. <laughs> so they want reading. me to hire a maid. Right. Like, no. <laughs> I'm this close. Exactly. No, that's true though. I think a lot of, let me not say, let me speak for myself. Me as a creative I live in an organized noise, and obviously that's kind of like a music term. I think that's Mm -hmm. like a group or producers. (laughs) But 
It's true because clutter used to be my cleanliness. And yeah, like if I were to put something away, I felt like I couldn't find it. And I didn't really notice that a lot of the time when I would just let clutter like build, it really did affect my stress and anxiety. Mm -hmm. And it's so crazy. Like within the last two months, like I can't even stand stuff to be too cluttered everything has a place mm-hmm. i put everything back all the time mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. it really does like not there yet <laughs> really girl <laughs> people <laughs> your place looks so just in order yeah when i have company i mean facts but <laughs> still i just i don't know i just get that sense from you <laughs> that's so i was thinking about that i was like people probably have no idea that my room looks like a tornado ah! just crashed it there and it I was just thinking about that this morning. Like, it's literally just clothes on the floor. It's not mm-hmm. nothing crazy, but it's just like, even yeah. with all those clothes, it's like, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. it's just so stressful. Clothes, skin products, things just, I just move things and mm-hmm. I don't put them back. And it's just like, no, I have to stop doing that because it really does keep my mind kind of, yeah. I don't I don't know about anybody else, but I hear voices. <laughs> what kind of voices? Not, not mm-hmm. crazy Let's voices. Into this. But like, I just have so many different things happening in my mind all the time and I think that when you already have that going on that's hard to turn off and then if you have so much going on in front of you like externally that is the one thing that I feel like you can control more so why not start there Mm. and then it like if the less clutter I have externally I feel the less clutter I have in my mind now that makes yes, that is very weird. True. That but makes I so much that. sense. Yeah, I guess I hear voices too because when that happens, like I already have things I need to do in my mind. But like when my space is cluttered, I'm like, okay, I need to do this. I need to do mm-hmm. this laundry. I need to clean up. I need to do this. And it's just I don't even know how this always happens. But I'll end up sitting in a room, like the living room or something, staring off into space, thinking about all this stuff. Yeah. And then I'll look up at the clock, and it's like two hours. I'm mm-hmm. like, am I the only person who goes through this? No. I I think that it's kind of healthy in a way because at least you're giving thought to the things that matter. Mm. And then sometimes it's things that don't. But, I mean, you can't really turn that off. I think it's hard to turn off personally, but it can also be seen kind of like a meditation time, Mm -hmm. too, depending on how you, like, use it. Ah, good point. Mm -hmm. That's a good point. Mm So as far as waxing goes, you said you've been waxing consistently for five years. Yes. Just a big commitment. At least. At least. One of the biggest concerns that people have when they start waxing is ingrown hair. And they're a son of a bitch. An ingrown hair is a shaved or tweezed hair that grows back into the skin, causing inflammation. Most common among anyone with curly or coarse hair, but can happen to anyone. Symptoms of an ingrown hair are small, solid bumps or small, pus-filled blisters, causing redness and inflammation. That's the most disgusting description I've ever heard (laughs) in my life. But, but it's, it's very, that's the It's real literally deal, what field. it is, and it's not fun. I would say, like, the first time I got an ingrown hair was the first time, not even the first time, but like when I introduced myself to a razor. Oh, no. <laughs> Trash. Um, and that was like in high school. That w- I think I was 
seven, 16 or 17. And it was just like an, an annoying feeling that I kind of felt in my nether regions. And I was just like, <laughs> I don't know what's happening here, but whatever. And it got progressively worse. Mm-hmm. It got so bad to like where I was, I was in a dermatologist more than I was at my regular doctor mm-hmm. because I have sensitive skin, I have oily skin, I have curly hair. And all those things work against me, and they also help me flourish. So Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's just like, and I also heard from, like, one of, I think the first waxer that I went to in Ohio after I moved back home from school, she basically told me it could be um, cystic acne as well. So you never really know what it is, and it's one of those things that it's hard to pinpoint, for a lot of people. So I just went through it, man. I have had like the worst experiences with ingrowns my whole, not my whole life, but definitely for like the last 10 years. Mm -hmm. So when I was in, when I went to college and I got my first wax, even though it hurt like hell, it was blissful. I came out of there like a new woman. I felt like a new person. I had no hair. I was good to go. I didn't know how to take care of it, though. They don't tell you how to maintain that or take care of it when you you that's something that you just have to kind of figure out unless, again, like you do your research. And I feel like now it's a lot easier to find research on how to take care of your skin properly and all of that. But before I was going to get my wax and going home Mm -hmm. and that was it. I didn't realize that. When I get my wax, don't work out the same day. Don't try to do whatever you can not to sweat for like a day or two because that really affected my skin like a lot. It really affected my skin a lot. And it still does. I have to take precaution just to go to the gym. Yeah, it's a whole lifestyle. And that is okay. Like when people talk about like waxing or even just other things like other versions of hair removal, like. They make it, well, we make it sound like so glamorous, and it is, Mm -hmm. don't get me wrong, but there's also more that goes into it. Like I said, you can't just get waxed and be like, okay, I'm done. It's a whole, I tell everybody this all the time, it's a whole lifestyle. Like You have to take care of your skin in between your waxes. Mm -hmm. You can't just be walking around with dry skin, tight clothing, rubbing up (gasps) against your skin, sweating and not take, you know, not cleaning your skin, Mm -hmm. like like that's how ingrown hair is especially like like the description said like if you have curly or coarse hair it's not fair but it's like we have to try way harder (laughs) than everybody else because our hair naturally just wants to be defiant yeah so when you get waxed you have to know that you have to be willing to make this investment of your time of course, it's a financial investment, but like knowing that, okay, I'm going to need products to take care of my skin. Like when you get a yeah. facial, that's cool, but you still need to moisturize after that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's one thing that I want people to recognize and be open-minded about because most likely if your wax is telling you, okay, this is for ingrown hair, you're prob- you're going to need this, use it every day. Mm-hmm. Like it's just like the doctor. I mean, yeah. not to compare us to doctors, but just like listen to their advice because this is what they do. Yeah. They know what they're talking about. Not everybody's just trying to get your money. Like, right. We want, we care for your skin. Mm-hmm. And most waxers are passionate about what they do. Not I'd everybody so. can just be, you know, waxing mm-hmm. vaginas all the time. No. It's a whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> No, it really is. And I agree. You have to really make the commitment that Mm -hmm. that's important to Mm -hmm. you. And it's not as 
it's not as big as an apartment to an apartment. <laughs> it is not as important to a lot of people who maybe don't have sensitive skin or like mm-hmm. it doesn't affect them to use a razor. And I envy those people. Truly. I really, really do. I think they be lying. I think that <laughs> they it's like. Maybe their ingrowns just aren't bad. Like some people don't have bad ingrowns or some people have only maybe experienced it on one or two occasions. So it's not. I think they're lying. I think that (laughs) there's some fibrization going on as well. But I just really just I know my experience and it's been horrendous. 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 It's not worth it. Like I'm not even going to lie to you. I did shave my underarms recently. Why would you? I did because (laughs) it was last minute and. I was walking around like Willow Smith girl and I was just like (laughs) why but I feel like I feel like I guess your defense it's easier to come back from shaving your underarms because it's such a smaller area but like when you shave your bikini it's like that's that's horrible starting all the way over again and I don't necessarily want to shave my underarms necessarily because I have had an episode with that too And I even remember when you were just like, yeah, this is this. And I was like, oh. And then it got worse and it got worse. And then I had to go to the dermatologist and they literally had to cut out the cyst. It was horrible. But I also wasn't exfoliating my underarms. I wasn't Mm. taking care of them because I didn't know that I would have the same issue. And I was like, okay, so it's just me. It's not just the area. It's just me where I grow hair. I'm glad that you said that and you were willing to admit that because... Ingrowns aren't just, I mean, normally sometimes it takes like maybe days, maybe a week or so for them to go away on their own. But if you are negligent, I'm sorry, I'm going to call you negligent. No, but but I was. If you're negligent, like it can turn into a bigger problem. Yeah. And you could have to drain it, which I heard is painful. You have to get it cut it out. Surgery, y'all. Yes. Do y'all want surgery? Awake. (laughs) Outpatient. Awake. All they they do is numb the area. Do they drug you? No, they numb oh, the area Lord. with a huge needle. Not huge, that's a lie. But <laughs> it feels huge. I mean, imagine getting a needle uh, under your armpit or uh, in your bikini area. Uh, I've had both. Oh, more than once. God. More than once. It's horrible. Mm. And because I did not know that I had to take care of that area a certain way, mm-hmm. you don't, you just, you don't know. And that's why I'm always telling people, like, you need to find a good waxer. And I maybe people don't know what that is, but, mm-hmm. like, find someone who's telling you, like, being informative. Like, yeah. even if it seems like they're talking a lot, it's because this is information mm-hmm. that you need to know. Like, if they're just waxing you in silence, they're not telling you how to take care of your skin afterward, they're not enlightening you, Yeah. then, I mean... They uh, might not care no I'm just kidding (laughs) I mean sometimes and I also think that what would be really cool is that because I used to work at a at a wax place Mm -hmm. and I think that they would ask people like oh is this your first time getting waxed that's Mm -hmm. the normal question and I can't remember everything else on the list but I know for a fact there were not questions about um, the type of skin that the people mm-hmm. had. Very true. Um, I think it should be the same. I used to work at a bridal shop, and I think it should be the same format of having a consultation about what you're about to get yourself into because it's a financial commitment, and you want to see it through properly. I think that's the same way brides look for their gowns. It's a financial commitment, and you have to see it through properly, and you have to be aware of all the pros and cons that come along with it, Mm -hmm. and just be more informed on what you're about to get yourself into, and maybe a consultation about skin would help, 
You know, do you have dry skin? Do you ever get ingrowns? Do you mm-hmm. have acne prone skin? Do you, you know, whatever that comes along with because you don't know until it happens and then it either works or it doesn't and then you commit to it or you don't. Yeah, that's actually a really good point that you brought up because that would be awesome if that was the case. The only thing about that is like there's a fine line between esthetician and dermatologist mm-hmm. and we can't cross it. Got but you. I think that maybe in the future there should be more dermatologist focus, dermatology-focused waxing estheticians yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Like there or should specialist definitely be a combination. That works at the wax place, something. Or waxers that work in dermatology or offices. Or that. Yeah. Yeah. I think there should definitely be like a combination because that makes complete sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I just think that like, I don't know. I just really feel like I try to tell people all the time, girl, get your wax. And they're like... Uh-uh, I ain't got no man right now. So what? I'm just like, girl, Excuse do it for you. Me. Love right. yourself. Yes. <laughs> I always say Yes. That. Yes. So true. Yes. That's, I've heard that before too. And mm-hmm. But more often now, I just definitely hear people, oh, I don't have anybody I'm trying to impress. Nobody else sees it but you. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, no, but like, how do you feel though? Right. <laughs> you feel the inside, sis, because it's hard out here and I don't do it for literally anyone but me because I'm not trying to suffer mm-hmm. literally and it's crazy how clothes and having body hair can both affect how you feel about yourself and your self-confidence and granted there are people out there who don't care about having body hair more mm-hmm. power to you mm-hmm. but if you care then do something about it and can I say even when I allow myself to be a wild and free girl I still get ingrowns. I still get ingrowns. So I tried that too. Like, well, I didn't try it, try it, because there's no way in the world I'm going to keep myself like that. That's just my preference. But I have been through hardships, <laughs> especially the beginning of the lockdown last year. Oh my gosh. It was rough on your girl. Um, but I will say, as much as I've been through, I learned how to take care of it to enough that it wasn't as horrible as it has been in the past it's it's been bad before and I mean it's not to say that it won't ever get bad again because I've had episodes like I said but it's better than razoring for sure razoring waxing is better than shaving and razoring and during hair mageddon <laughs> aka the shutdown of 2020 yes it was tough and Oh, my gosh. I had so many people messaging me like, how do I upkeep this? Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. I'm about to shave. And I'm like, no, just trim. Just Mm -hmm. trim it. How do I wax myself? Well, people didn't ask me that, but I saw a lot of posts about that. And I was like, don't. Don't I'm not that girl. I'm not trying to take that. off my first layer of skin. No thanks. Yeah, like some people can probably do that, but most people probably can't. Mm-mm. I'm not going to be the one to tell people, okay, this is how you do it. Right, no. With this homemade wax or like wax Gross. from like Sally's. I'm sorry, Sally's. God. But <laughs> Never. Yeah, no. But I'm just glad that we're not there no, again. And uh, wait a minute. What's today? This is the anniversary. Like we're a year past. The official shutdown. Are we? Ohio shutdown Sheesh. for COVID. Mm. 
when mm-hmm. businesses were closed for at least two months or so. Happy anniversary to the Ponderosa. Oh, gosh. <laughs> What's the Ponderosa? <laughs> the pandemic. That's what, the, wait, why? I, like on Twitter, they just call it literally anything except for a pandemic. <laughs> we're in a Polaroid. <laughs> we are in a panorama. <laughs> we're in a Panera Bread, and y'all want me to. <laughs> yeah, it's like that. Got you. <laughs> Sorry, I'm silly. That is hilarious. <laughs> Well, I just have another question for you before we wrap up today. So, bam, three words that describe you. Creative. Uh-huh. Empathetic. Mm-hmm. Funny. Ah, those are good. I would have picked those, too. Yeah. That's good. Aw. Oh, you picked that for me? Well, or for I'm, yourself? I mean, I would pick that for myself. Yeah. That's pretty, yeah. That's, I think empathetic is definitely that, creative. Mm-hmm. And then I think I'm hilarious. Same. <laughs> I'm the funniest person that I know. <laughs> <laughs> I just tweeted that. <laughs> but it's so crazy because most of my hilarity is like me looking in the mirror, which is why I love the show Insecure. Because <laughs> like, do when, you rap in the mirror? I don't rap, but like, I just make jokes. Like, it's fun. Like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm funny wow (laughs) so yeah and where can the people find you well i have an instagram at the jolo t-h-e-j-o-l-o and oh my website www.joellolita.com j-o-e-l-l-e-l-o-l-e-t-a.com notice the website voice (laughs) the announcer voice yeah that was it so that is how you can find Joelle, how you can contact and get in contact with her. Thank you so much for joining me today on the show. I think we had a blast. I had so much fun. Yes. And I'm glad that you were willing to be transparent about a lot of things from your business to ingrowns to what else? I mean, literally, that's what I have been working on. I'm kind of like a private person Mm -hmm. so it's easy for me to not want to tell people my business but I feel like I should start being more transparent I've been thinking about that a lot and yeah I'm working on that I can definitely relate to that I'm just starting to learn that other people are going through things too and Mm -hmm. we have more things in common than we realize yeah so I feel like it's almost like a duty for us growing to share our journeys and our stories Mm -hmm. because I always hear people say what you think is your weakest attribute or, you know, your mistake or whatever, that's where you'll tap into most of your power yeah. or that's what inspires yeah. others the most. And I'm just like, that's so true. Am I ready to share my story story yet? You should. I don't know everything that has gone on in your life, but, like, you have such a story to tell. I mean, all the businesses, the move to here. Mm-hmm. I mean... Your trip to Greece. Aw, is that a story? Oh, yeah, that, that was, was story. <laughs> I was like, she went to Greece by herself. I love that. <sighs> that was nice. That was amazing. Well, thank you. Yeah. Well, I guess that's just... <gasps> and you should relate it to every single look that you've been through. Every, like, evolving moment should come with whatever... You're, you change your look more than almost anyone that I know. Should, like, be a thing for you. The evolution of whatever it is in your life hmm. with the look that accompanied that. I knew there was a reason I kept all my photos in my phone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
I'm so scared to delete stuff because I'm like, oh, what if I need it? You might. Okay. Well, that definitely sheds some light on some things. I appreciate that very much. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> thank you, everybody, for tuning in. I hope you have a wonderful time during the rest of your week. Also, if you found value in this episode, please, please, please give us a five-star rating on Apple and comment a review on whatever other platform you listen to this on. Also, like, share, subscribe. Please, please share this with somebody that you think will also find value in this. And um, if you get waxed, if you're a waxer, if you know somebody who gets waxed, they need to hear this as well. So... I will catch you guys on the next episode. So take care. Peace. Oh, and we can get social too. Follow us on Instagram at WaxAboutIt or Facebook at WaxAboutIt. And, uh, you know, we can wax about it. Wax about it.